Today is the 25th day of February. Welcome to the Daily Audio Bible. I'm Brian. It is a joy and a pleasure to be here with you today. And uh, this is the last time I get to say this. From the from the shores of the Sea of Galilee, we will uh, we'll be spending a little bit of this day in the Galilee region, but we're, we're leaving and heading uh, west all the way to the Mediterranean coast today where we'll end the day. So this is our last day and we're saying goodbye to the Galilee. That's always a little bit of a sad thing. Um, this is such serenity. I, I, uh, it's my favorite place. I love to be in this region. So we'll be leaving today, but we'll talk about all, all of our movings around and what we did yesterday and, and all that in a little bit. But let's, let's dive into the scriptures for today. We're reading from the Christian Standard Bible this week. Leviticus chapter 16, verse 29 through 18, verse 30. This is to be a permanent statute for you. In the seventh month, on the tenth day of the month, you are to practice self-denial and do no work, both the native and the alien who reside among you. Atonement will be made for you on this day to cleanse you, and you will be clean from all your sins before the Lord. It is a Sabbath of complete rest for you, and you must practice self-denial it is a permanent statute. The priest who is anointed and ordained to serve as high priest in place of his father will make atonement. He will put on the linen garments, the holy garments, and make atonement for the most holy place. He will make atonement for the tent of meeting and the altar and will make atonement for the priests and all the people of the assembly. This is to be a permanent statute for you to make atonement for the Israelites once a year because of all their sins. And all this was done as the Lord commanded Moses. The Lord spoke to Moses, Speak to Aaron, his sons, and all the Israelites and tell them, This is what the Lord has commanded. Anyone from the house of Israel who slaughters an ox, sheep, or goat in the camp or slaughters it outside the camp, instead of bringing it to the entrance to the tent of meeting to present it as an offering to the Lord before his tabernacle, that person will be considered guilty. He has shed blood and is to be cut off from his people. This is so the Israelites will bring to the Lord the sacrifices they have been offering in the open country. They are to bring them to the priest at the entrance to the tent of meeting and offer them as fellowship sacrifices to the Lord. The priest will then splatter the blood on the Lord's altar at the entrance to the tent of meeting and burn the fat as a pleasing aroma to the Lord. They must no longer offer their sacrifices to the goat demons that they have prostituted themselves with. This will be a permanent statute for them throughout their generations. Say to them, Anyone from the house of Israel, or from the aliens who reside among them, who offers a burnt offering or a sacrifice, but does not bring it to the entrance to the tent of meeting to sacrifice it to the Lord, that person is to be cut off from his people. 
Anyone from the house of Israel or from the aliens who reside among them who eats any blood, I will turn against that person who eats blood and cut him off from his people. For the life of a creature is in the blood, and I have appointed it to you to make atonement on the altar for your lives, since it is the life blood that makes atonement. Therefore I say to the Israelites, None of you, and no alien who resides among you may eat blood. Any Israelite or alien residing among them who hunts down a wild animal or bird that may be eaten must drain its blood and cover it with dirt. Since the life of every creature is in its blood, I have told the Israelites you are not to eat the blood of any creature, because the life of every creature is in its blood. Whoever eats it must be cut off. Every person, whether the native or the resident alien who eats an animal that died a natural death or was mauled by wild beasts, is to wash his clothes and bathe with water, and he will remain unclean until evening. Then he will be clean. But if he does not wash his clothes and bathe himself, he will bear his iniquity. The Lord spoke to Moses, Speak to the Israelites and tell them, I am the Lord your God. Do not follow the practices of the land of Egypt where you used to live, or follow the practices of the land of Canaan where I am bringing you. You must not follow their customs. You are to practice my ordinances, and you are to keep my statutes by following them. I am the Lord your God. Keep my statutes and ordinances. A person will live if he does them. I am the Lord. You are not to come near any close relative for sexual intercourse. I am the Lord. You are not to violate the intimacy that belongs to your father and mother. She is your mother. You must not have sexual intercourse with her. You are not to have sex with your father's wife. She is your father's family. You are not to have sexual intercourse with your sister, either your father's daughter or your mother's, whether born at home or born elsewhere. You are to not have sex with her. You are to not have sexual intercourse with your son's daughter or your daughter's daughter, for they are your family. You are not to have sexual intercourse with your father's wife's daughter, who is adopted by your father. She is your sister. You are not to have sexual intercourse with your father's sister. She is your father's close relative. You are not to have sexual intercourse with your mother's sister, for she is your mother's close relative. You are not to violate the intimacy that belongs to your father's brother by approaching his wife to have sexual intercourse. She is your aunt. You are not to have sexual intercourse with your daughter-in-law. She is your son's wife. You are not to have sex with her. You are not to have sexual intercourse with your brother's wife. She is your brother's family. You are not to have sexual intercourse with a woman and her daughter. You are not to marry her son's daughter or her daughter's daughter and have sex with her. 
They are close relatives. It is depraved. You are not to marry a woman as a rival to her sister and have sexual intercourse with her during her sister's lifetime. You are not to approach a woman during her menstrual impurity to have sexual intercourse with her. You are not to have sexual intercourse with your neighbor's wife, defiling yourself with her. You are not to sacrifice any of your children in the fire to Molech. Do not profane the name of your God. I am the Lord. You are not to sleep with a man as with a woman. It is detestable. You are not to have sexual intercourse with any animal, defiling yourself with it. A woman is not to present herself to an animal to mate with. It is a perversion. Do not defile yourselves by any of these practices, for the nations I am driving out before you have defiled themselves by all these things. The land has become defiled, so I am punishing it for its iniquity, and the land will vomit out its inhabitants. But you are to keep my statutes and ordinances. You must not commit any of these detestable acts, not the native or the alien who resides among you. For the people who were in the land prior to you have committed all these detestable acts, and the land has become defiled. If you defile the land, it will vomit you out, as it vomited out the nations that were before you. Any person who does any of these detestable practices is to be cut off from his people. You must keep my instruction to not do any of the detestable customs that were practiced before you, so that you do not defile yourselves by them. I am the Lord your God. Mark 7, 24 through 8, 10. He got up and departed from there to the region of Tyre. He entered a house and did not want anyone to know it, but he could not escape notice. Instead, immediately after hearing about him, a woman whose little daughter had an unclean spirit came and fell at his feet. The woman was a Gentile, a Syrio-Phoenician by birth. She was asking him to cast the demon out of her daughter. He said to her, Let the children be fed first because it isn't right to take the children's bread and throw it to the dogs. But she replied to him, Lord, even the dogs under the table eat the children's crumbs. Then he told her, Because of this reply, you may go. The demon has left your daughter. When she went back to her home, she found her child lying on the bed, and the demon was gone. Again, leaving the region of Tyre, he went by the way of Sidon to the Sea of Galilee, through the region of the Decapolis. They brought to him a deaf man who had difficulty speaking and begged Jesus to lay his hands on him. So he took him away from the crowd in private. After putting his fingers on the man's ears and spitting, he touched his tongue. Looking up to heaven, he sighed deeply and said to him, Ephrathah. That is, be opened. Immediately his ears were opened, his tongue was loosened, and he began to speak clearly. He ordered them to tell no one, but the more he ordered them, the more they proclaimed it. 
They were extremely astonished and said, He has done everything well. He even makes the deaf hear and the mute speak. In those days, there was again a large crowd and they had nothing to eat. He called the disciples and said to them, I have compassion on the crowd because they've already stayed with me three days and have nothing to eat. If I send them home hungry, they will collapse on the way and some of them have come a long distance. His disciples answered him, Where can anyone get enough bread here in this desolate place to feed these people? How many loaves do you have? He asked them. Seven, they said. He commanded the crowd to sit down on the ground. Taking the seven loaves, he gave thanks, broke them, and gave them to his disciples to set before the people. So they served them to the crowd. They also had a few small fish, and after he had blessed them, he said these were to be served as well. They ate and were satisfied. Then they collected seven large baskets of leftover pieces. About four thousand were there. He dismissed them, and he immediately got into the boat with his disciples and went to the district of Dalmanutha. Psalm 41 Victory in Spite of Betrayal For the Choir Director A Psalm of David Happy is the one who is considerate of the poor. The Lord will save him in a day of adversity. The Lord will keep him and preserve him. He will be blessed in the land. He will not give him over to the desires of his enemies. The Lord will sustain him on his sickbed. You will heal him on the bed where he lies. I said, Lord, be gracious to me. Heal me, for I have sinned against you. My enemies speak maliciously about me. When will he die and be forgotten? When one of them comes to visit, he speaks deceitfully. He stores up evil in his heart. He goes out and talks. All who hate me whisper together about me. They plan to harm me. Something awful has overwhelmed him, and he won't rise again from where he lies. Even my friend, in whom I trusted, one who ate my bread, has raised his heel against me. But you, Lord... Be gracious to me and raise me up, then I will repay them. By this I know that you delight in me. My enemy does not shout in triumph over me. You supported me because of my integrity and set me in your presence forever. Blessed be the Lord God of Israel from everlasting to everlasting. Amen and Amen. Proverbs 10, 15 and 16. The wealth of the rich is his fortified city. The poverty of the poor is their destruction. The reward of the righteous is life. The wages of the wicked is punishment. 
Father, thank you for your word. Thank you for another day in your word. Thank you for the way that day after day after day, there's this cumulative effect inside of us that we can feel transformation happening within us, even though we may not be able to explain it, kind of like seed and soil when the farmer doesn't know how it happens, but it does. And that's what's taking place within us. And we can sense it and we're grateful for it. And so we continue to open ourselves to you. We continue to stay open to your direction and leading in our lives. And so, Holy Spirit, we invite you to plant the word of God into our hearts, into the soil of our hearts today. And again, we invite that you help us to see where the good soil is in our heart and where some work needs to be done. Come, Holy Spirit, into all of this we ask. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Okay, so uh, here in the land of the Bible, we will be leaving the Galilee today and heading essentially through the Jezreel Valley and back to the Mediterranean coast tonight. So it's always a little... Sad's not the right word, but it's... The Galilee is a beautiful, beautiful and... and quite serene place and then that kind of changes as you move away from the Galilee we had a just beautiful day yesterday gorgeous beautiful perfect climate sunshine lovely Uh, and the Sea of Galilee is very very still and, uh, and the water is up so high. Some of the places that we visited, it was just uh, amazing how much rainfall, how high uh, the Sea of Galilee is. So we began our day yesterday at the Mount of Beatitudes. And uh, this is the traditional site where the Sermon on the Mount was given. And, uh, I mean, the Bible says Jesus was outside of Capernaum up in the hill overlooking the Sea of Galilee, and that's where the Mount of Beatitudes, that's where this chapel is. And so we just began our day there and just went through the Sermon on the Mount, just allowed the words from the Sermon on the Mount in its entirety. Just basically, I read it like, what if we were sitting here? What if we were one of them? And instead of just trying to expound on everything, like, let's, let's just take this in. And uh, so that's what we did and took some time to contemplate it and and think about it. I mean, as we're walking in the footsteps of Jesus, kind of visiting the places where so much of his ministry occurred, we also spent a lot of time thinking about it. And uh, so then we did that at the Mount of Beatitudes and then uh, we went to the Church of Peter's Primacy. This is the place where... Uh, after Jesus' resurrection, Jesus came back to Galilee and he he cooked breakfast on the shore for his friends and asked Peter three times if he loved him and invited him to feed his sheep. And we just went into that story realizing that the last words that Jesus speaks in the in the New Testament is, you follow me. And we, we considered, 
what that looks like for each of us. We each have an individual story to tell. We each come from so many different kinds of backgrounds. What does that look like? What does that mean? Uh, so often we're, we're gauging how well we're doing that based on how well somebody else is doing it and our judgment of that. But we had just read the Sermon on the Mount and realized that's not going to, like, that doesn't go anywhere. What does it mean personally? You follow me. And then we went down to the, uh, to the water. This is a place that you can get right to the water. And usually there's kind of a bit of a beach. It's like washed away. It was remarkable how high the water is, but it, it, at the same time, how beautiful, how beautiful it was. I can't remember ever, ever seeing that much water in the Sea of Galilee. So uh, this is a really, really good thing for this nation. And uh, so we departed there and went to Jesus' hometown, his adult hometown, Capernaum, uh, where he based his ministry. And there's some really fantastic ruins of the fishing village Capernaum, including a pretty dramatic synagogue uh, that was built later after the time of Jesus. But, but the foundation is from the synagogue at the time of Christ. And so that is always pretty striking because you can see it. You can see the foundation. And just to know, like, Jesus minister like he taught in this synagogue he lived here he knew people here he laughed here he ate here he slept here we were in the middle of it all but it is a ruin and so it's like kind of a disconnect there until we realized that the message that Jesus was speaking was about having eyes to see and ears to hear a kingdom that is within us that this journey that we're on is within us and this kingdom is everywhere. And so then to begin to look around and see brothers and sisters flooding into Capernaum to see the same kinds of things that we're seeing and to chase the same kinds of things that we're chasing. But we are the kingdom and the life that's in Capernaum isn't in the rocks uh, and isn't really even in the fact that Jesus was there. It was in the fact that we were there. Jesus was there within us and so just to kind of put that into perspective it's helpful as we move through and looked at things and just yeah I mean that Jesus lived here at Capernaum is amazing then uh, we went and had a bite of lunch and actually did a little bit of a little bit of shopping time in the Galilee before getting on a boat and going out on the Sea of Galilee. And it was really, truly beautiful. Many times that we've been here, there's been wind and waves and wind advisories. But it was like glass out there today. It was just amazing. And so uh, we kind of sailed toward the Mount of Beatitudes where we could even see the chapel that we had begun our day in in the distance up on the hill and just shut everything down. Shut it down to complete silence, to drink that in and to taste of it and uh, to allow moments for the Holy Spirit to be a part of 
the story that's being told here in our hearts as we move through this journey. Complete silence, serenity. Just to kind of hear the, the water lapping up against the side of the boat and, and uh, the birds following along, circling around us. And to just be still and know that he is God. Uh, one of my favorite, one of my favorite things to do, especially it was so serene. Uh, I just, I, I'm sure I've been out there and it's been that calm. I just can't remember. It was water was really high and it was really calm. A beautiful, beautiful day out on on the lake. And then uh, from there, our final stop of the day as the sun sets and probably, I mean, it, it, it's for sure one of my favorite places in all of Israel, Bethsaida. And Jesus uh, did ministry in Bethsaida. And it's one of the places, at least for me, not a lot of people go there. So it's, it's not overrun. And in fact, we had the place to ourselves for the most part today. And so just to kind of have that, and it's just the way that the city sits, and because it's not visited a lot, it's like stepping back in time, in a way. It's it's almost as if this is what it would have been like. Like This is what it would have looked like. The pathways that we can walk around here, this is what it would be be like and I told the story of the first time I was ever there because it captured me and it's never let me go like that place uh, just feels as close as anywhere that I've been in Israel where I feel as if things are things are similar to how they would have been and so even though they're ruins and the buildings are knocked down so it's not a, a a living city. Uh, it also hasn't been built up and developed, and you know, there's not a big church over something. It, it's just kind of there, and there's this beautiful pathways to walk and walk with God and just spend time. Uh, cons- considering all that we've been through so far on this journey, as we prepare to leave the Galilee. And that's what we'll be doing today, leaving the Galilee and heading toward the coast, as I mentioned earlier. Thank you for your continued prayers as we continue to uh, move through all of the different phases and seasons of this story and this pilgrimage and all of the different things that, uh, that are being rearranged in our hearts. Thank you for your continued prayers over all of it. We feel it. We sense it. Appreciate it. Are deeply grateful for it. And uh, well, tomorrow after today happens, I'll tell you what it was like to leave the Galilee and uh, the different places that we visited. And of course, we're uh, continuing to post pictures and videos on social media of all the different places that I'm describing, the different places that we went to and visited. So you can check that out as well as Israel 2021, the pilgrimage that we've got planned for next year around this time. You can find all the details at dailyaudiobible.com in the initiative section, Israel 2021. If you want to partner with the Daily Audio Bible, you can do that at dailyaudiobible.com. 
There is a link. It lives on the homepage, and I thank you with all of my heart for your partnership. Uh, if you're using the Daily Audio Bible app, you can press the Give button in the upper right-hand corner. Or if you prefer, the mailing address is P.O. Box 1996, Spring Hill, Tennessee, 37174. And as always, if you have a prayer request or encouragement, you can hit the hotline button in the app, the little red button at the top, or you can dial 877-942-4253. And that's it for today. I'm Brian. I love you. And I'll be waiting for you here. Tomorrow. Hello, my brothers and sisters. I'm... Rita Hughes from San Diego. I'm calling to encourage my sister, Pink. Um, Her call really touched my heart. I could feel her hopelessness. And I know that God has this amazing uh, word of uh, encouragement to her. So I just wanna uh, read to you, Pink, my sister, Isaiah 41.10. Fear not, for I am with you. Be not dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. Yes, I will help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. So, Pink, I just want to remind you that he's your creator. He's all-powerful, and he loves you to death, literally. So, yes, we go through all these valleys in life, But I just want you to know that you have brothers and sisters right here, you know, praying for you, holding your arms up, lifting you up in prayers, and uh, helping you to remember that our hope is in Him. So lift up your hands, worship, sing a song to Him, do whatever you know it takes, because He's working on you, my sister, okay? And we love you. Call us back when you have this beautiful hope restored into your heart, okay? Thank you. Bye-bye. God bless you all. Hey, DAB family. This is Tina. I'm a first-time caller and a brand-new listener as of January 1st. I wanted to say thank you to every single person on this podcast for calling in and praying for all of the adult children that are still needing to find their way. I can say that I am one of those adult children. I am 24 years old, I'm unsaved. I've never heard the word of God really before. Um, This is the very first time that that I've really sought it out. And I can tell you, it's already changed my life. And it just makes me so happy every single morning having this to look forward to. I've been able to find a little sweet church community and I'm hoping to be saved here soon. Um, I wanted to say something specifically for Kingdom Seeker Daniel and his wife. Um, Every single time you guys call in, it just speaks volumes to my heart. I I just wasn't sure why. I'm, I'm still not totally, but I wanted to say don't give up hope on your adult children. You call in and you pray so passionately and so genuinely. And sometimes I feel like I take it even even for myself, like you're specifically praying for me. It just, it for some reason just speaks to me. And I, I wanted to say thank you to you, you both 
so much. Um, keep doing exactly what you're doing, and I'm so grateful to be a part of this community, and I, I just hope that it, it grows in my life even more. Thank you guys so, so much. I feel like I love you all already. Bye. Hi guys, it's Michaela from Gloucester. It is Tuesday the 18th of February, um, and I thought I'd call in to, to speak some truth over all of us. You are made in the image of God. You are fearfully and wonderfully made. God loves you, full stop. Every part of you, all of you. He wants to know you all of you he wants all of it he just doesn't want the good bits the nice shiny bits that we like to show everyone he wants every single part of you those bits that we especially those bits that we are struggling with i pray lord would help us remember that we are human beings not human doings beings and i pray that we'd find time to just be in his presence. It doesn't matter what we do. It matters who we are. Yeah, well, you know, and from who we are, we do stuff. Yeah, that's fine. But the key thing is, is who you are. You are a child of God. You are a daughter of the King. You are a son of a King. You are the child of God and he loves you so, so, so much. Don't be afraid of him. Just rest in his presence, find time for that stillness and silence. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face to shine upon you and give you peace. Good morning, fellow dabbers. This is Susan from Atlanta. Um, I just want to thank Brian and Jill for following their heart and starting this ministry. This is my third year. Uh, listening to Daily Audio Bible, and I look forward to it every morning. Shout out to my friend Anne, who told me about it. Um, I've wanted to call for a long time, but I just haven't. Um, my husband and I are separated for third, third, maybe fourth time, but this time we've been separated for almost a year because of his drinking. Uh, we've been married 47 years, and... I've become a Christian in that time um, when I was in my 30s. So, you know, I've been a Christian for over 30 years now. And I've really grown in the Lord through my husband's struggles and our struggles in our marriage because of the drinking. I've been active in Al Anon and lots of therapy for myself. And of course, my love of Jesus Christ has just brought me more joy than I can ever tell you. But I would like to end my life with my husband. Um, I would like it to make it to a 50-year anniversary with my husband. Um, and I just need your prayers to be lifted up for Gary, that he will stop drinking and come back to his family as a sober man and show us what's that, what that's like. Um, thank you. I love you. And 
keep it up. I know you're having a wonderful time in Israel, Brian, and all the other dabbers that are there with him. Have a great day. Bye-bye. For I say out loud, you are my strong tower. You will rescue me, Yahweh. I will not grow faint, but my heart grow stronger. Yes, I choose to seek your faith. Hello, Daily Audio Bible. This is uh, Daniel calling from Singapore. Yeah, could you all please pray for my country and my people? We are facing the Wuhan virus, the COVID-19 virus. Although our situation isn't as bad as up there in China, it's still pretty bad. Yeah? People are panic buying, morale is low, people are scared. And this virus has struck, it is attacking churches in Singapore. It's, 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 targeting, it's, tar it's targeting churches in Singapore. It feels, like, it feels like we're under siege, you know, like Satan's attacking us. So uh, please, please pray for us. And I'm praying for you guys as well, especially you, Mark, from Columbus, Ohio. We have a CEO suffering from COPD. And you said you need someone to care for you 24-7. God will provide, brother. God will provide. Amen. Today is Valentine's Day. It's February the 14th. This is Harold from St. Louis. Um, I heard on today's show a young man i believe his name is al from atlanta who had um the flu um i want to let you know son i'm praying for you um and you're in my thoughts and my prayers and you also asked for your grandma's legs um so she is also in my thoughts and prayers and i'm going to dedicate tomorrow's run um, it's going to be eight miles. I'm going to dedicate tomorrow's training run to you. Um, so those eight miles will be all me also praying for both of you too. Um, God bless. Take care. Hello, Daily Audio Bible family. And this is Tanya with a J. And I'm just calling because I need I need prayer warrior. Um, I, I've been married... Uh, 39 years, and um, of course, with a lot of marriages, we have our ups and downs, and right now is a down, and I just need a renewing of our, 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 our love for each other, and of course, you know, we're, we're deciding, should we move our home or not, and I love my home. I've been here 30 years, and I mean 20 years, and I, and I just, um, I love it, and I don't want to move, but I will. Um, pray for my husband that God reaches out to him and softens his heart and makes him uh, not be depressed and and just makes him a, a happy man and 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 him to um, want to work on our marriage and renew our love um, with all you out there. I pray along with every one of you in the prayers and I know you're there and I know we're all family. But I just need 
some prayers that our marriage is stress-free and peaceful and and back to being a loving couple. I mean, we, you know, we've had a wonderful life. I've, you know, been with this man since I was 19. And and uh, I just, I, we're just going through a hard time. And I appreciate all your prayers. Thank you, Brian. And I'm watching you guys in Israel right now. It's really cool. Uh, and it's nice to see it. And I just appreciate it. And this is my first year through the Bible with you guys. I've been off and on for years before, but this is my first full day by day, and I'm loving it, and I'm loving learning more and being closer to God. Thank you, everybody. God bless you all, and have a great day.